What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is a great day at STK. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area, and we are going to be continuing our series on the NCOS Dirty Dozen List, the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about two platforms that are very similar, and I like to refer to them as the Bash Brothers of how easy it is to be unkind on these platforms, the Bash Brothers of negativity. Um, as always, this is going to be based off of the NCOS Dirty Dozen article and the research done there. So today, we're going to be talking about Reddit and Twitter. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, these two platforms are really trigger-happy platforms. Um, when they when, when people talk about going down a rabbit hole of negativity or going down a rabbit hole where people are talking about conspiracies or talking about bullying other people or unkindness, they're usually talking about these two platforms, to be honest. Um, so let's start with Reddit. What on earth is Reddit? It's often referred to as the front page of the internet because that's where all the opinions are. Um, it hosts more than 2 million user-created uh, user communities, um, and it covers hundreds and thousands of topics. And so these communities are called subreddits. And unfortunately, a lot of these subreddits um, have countless sexually explicit images and videos posted, and a lot of them don't have the consent of the people being posted about. Um, this is called image-based sexual abuse. There's also child sexual abuse material. Uh, people Sometimes people call it uh, child pornography. We're trying to get away from that because children can't give consent. So any sexually images, sexual images of a kid is child sexual, I mean, child sexual abuse material. Uh, CSAM. Um, so they got, but yeah, you have image, um, image abuse. Um, you have CSAM. Um, you have hardcore pornography, prostitution. And I mean, to be honest, probably the facilitation of sex trafficking. Um, it's not great. N and not only not only does Reddit turn a blind eye to illegal and harmful content on its site, but it it like actively harbors and protects those that are trafficking. Um, the, multiple survivors have made requests to remove images of their abuse. And their requests go unanswered. They say, "Hey, dude, I this happened to me. This is this is not consensual. This is real. I, I'm getting sexually abused in this video. Please take it down. I'm a minor. Here's my birth certificate. They verify age, everything. They say, take it down, please. And instead of prioritizing people's safety and well-being, Reddit is focused more on profits. And so they go public and aiming for valuation of over fifteen billion dollars while continuing to ignore." Uh, the many, many, many forms um, of exploitation that prop up its value. Um, Reddit is is making lots of money, and it's making lots of money on the backs of the people that it's getting that it's exploiting. Um, there is total lack of regard for safe policies with Reddit. That's one of the big deals. Kids on Reddit, there's nothing protecting them from from explicit content. Um, the The Reddit user agreement actually says nothing, absolutely nothing about sexually explicit or adult content. And that allows that sexual and adult content to flourish without any meaningful age or consent verification. Anyone can see anyone. Anyone can say anything and anyone can see it. Kids want to learn about sex, they're going to go look, about it, look it up on Reddit. Kids want to learn about pornography, they're going to read about it on Reddit. There is no way to protect kids because there's zero policies in place on Reddit to protect kids. Um, the, and then... Uh, so Reddit, I mean, it's been it's been known, right? Reddit's been looked at heavily by law enforcement, by the news coverage for hosting sexually explicit stuff online. In 2021, um, it was actually exposed 
there is a club called the Nude Traders Club. And this was men sharing their wives and girlfriends' nude images with other people. Um, it's, 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 it's image-based sexual abuse. That's what it is. You're using images of other people to blackmail them, to extort them. We call that sextortion when you're using sexual images to extort them. And speaking of image-based sexual abuse, um, IBSA, it is a broad term, okay, that includes multitude of harmful experiences. But mostly, it's just non-consensual sharing of sexually explicit images. Um, We sometimes call it revenge porn uh, because we're trying to embarrass the other people. We see it all the time on TV shows, right? When, uh, oh, the popular girl sends a nude photo to her boyfriend and her boyfriend thinks she's cheating and so he sends that picture out to the whole school to get back at her and um and then her her reputation's ruined people call her slut and people call her skank and all because he sent out these nude images that he had sent that she had sent him and that is image-based sexual exploitation sexual abuse um and sometimes even they'll 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 create revenge pornography by putting their face on porn or on pornographic images sometimes it's called deep fake pornography um but yeah non-consensual you're putting their face on someone else's body non-consensual recording or capture of intimate nude images um it's just it the, the list goes on um or just recordings in places such as restrooms or locker rooms with spy cams you can buy they, they buy cams and they put them in unsuspecting places i've heard of bullies hiding cameras in lockers of the kids that they pick on so they can catch them doing something embarrassing and then sharing that with the whole world okay this kind of stuff only on a sexual level is all over reddit all of this stuff and often like i said before a lot of these materials right this image-based sexual abuse the child sexual abuse material this stuff is used for extortion they're going to get these pictures and they're going to say, hey, I want you to pay me $5,000. If you don't, I'm going to send these pictures to everyone you love. I'm going to post them online for everybody to see and, in, unless you give me that $5,000. They extort them with them. Um, it's super bad. And so therefore, guys, it is so unsafe for kids. On paper, on paper, Reddit does prohibit sexual or suggestive content involving minors and quote-unquote involuntary pornography but it fails to proactively and consistently enforce this rule it's so easy they don't even ask despite having an estimated worth guys it's worth two billion dollars reddit is worth a lot of money they make a lot of money despite having all that money reddit refuses to spend the necessary resources on a sufficient number of moderators and just available technology solutions they say, oh, sorry, we're short-staffed, we'll get to it when we can, and they never get to it. In addition to all that, it does not have any advanced parental controls. The only thing it relies on is a privacy setting that takes multiple convoluted, hard, difficult steps to restrict the visibility of quote-unquote adult content. If you are logged in, here's the crazy part, it's kind of backwards. If you are logged in and you are a child, a minor, then it won't show you the content. It's true. It won't show you the content. But if you log out and you're just a guest, you're not logged in, you're just roaming Reddit, then you can. It only doesn't let you see the content if you're logged in as a kid. 
Other places like YouTube, if you're not logged in, you cannot see that adult content. It won't let you watch it. It'll say, hey, you need to log in to verify your age. Then you could log in with a fake account, say that you're you know, 18 years old and you're not and you can watch it. But this doesn't even do that. All it does is if you're logged in and you say you're a kid, then it's not going to let you watch it. If you're not logged in, then you can watch it. No, no worries. We don't know who you are, so we don't care. We only care if we know you're a kid because we don't want to get sued. The, the, that's the thing. They only care about themselves. A lot of companies are say, oh, we care about kids. That's why we have this in place. The only reason they, they have these bare minimum things, they can't eat, you can barely even call that a, a parental control. That's barely even a parental control. That's barely even a barrier. And the only reason they have that is to say that they have a barrier so they don't get sued. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it, it, a child, it, it, they're, not, they're not locked into that. They can definitely get out of it. Um, and then furthermore, adults are able to easily contact and groom minors because anyone with an account can message any other user and comment on any other user on their posts without restriction. There is zero restrictions. There's no blocks. There's no anything. Anyone can talk to anyone on Reddit and it happens often where someone, they don't even have to pretend to be someone that they aren't. They can just say, Hey, cool pics. And the, and it just goes downhill. It is so easy for adults to groom kids on this platform. And furthermore, like I said before, it Reddit appears to ignore survivors of sexual exploitation who ask for non-consented uh, materials to be taken off. Um, case in point, actually, in 2020, NCOS, the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, um, they assisted a survivor, a couple survivors, who they were a minor at the time of their sexual abuse, and they had scores of abuse images uh, uploaded and decimated on the internet, like hundreds. And um, this image, these images, they are child sexual abuse material, right? Also known as child pornography. Um, and it's it, a, it's contraband. It's illegal under federal offense um, to house, possess, or distribute it, including on the internet. I remember there's a CEO in Utah who was arrested because he had hundreds of hundreds of gigabytes of data on a hard drive that had child pornography, child sexual abuse material on it. Um, with this particular case, with this survivor that NCOS was helping out, um, there were at least 28 unique URLs. The URL is the long, lengthy website description to the specific picture or specific thing. There were 28 unique URLs depicting this minor survivor's abuse on Reddit. That's crazy. Over 28 unique original posts involving this minor being sexually abused. It was probably a rape video or a group sex video or something like that. Um, and it was all over and did nothing. Um, on, uh, in December of 2020, um, NCOS, they have a law center that sent a takedown request on behalf of the survivor to Reddit's CEO um, and to their legal department as well as their information contact and help desk email addresses. They send it to everybody. They send it to everybody. Hey, take this down. This is a minor. They do not want this stuff on there. This is sexual abuse. These people need to be prosecuted, not, not applauded for putting this stuff on the internet. And, and several months later, um, the lawyers had still not received a response on acknowledgement 
from Reddit. Despite being informed of the very serious federal crimes according that are occurring on their website, they haven't even heard back from them. That's how little they care. They're trying to figure out, okay, how can we beat this? Instead of, oh my gosh, we messed up. We need to shut everything down until we know that everyone's safe. No, they care about money. They're not going to do or say anything until they can figure out how they can make sure that they can still make money without getting in trouble. That's all they care about. Um, eventually, Encoast received a notice um, from Reddit stating that they no longer monitored um, the contact at reddit.com or support at reddit.com, the email addresses. Um, so do you know what Encoast did? They filled out a customer support ticket on the website, on the website itself. And after a super long process that took way too long, uh, that had too many loopholes, talk to so-and-so, press five to talk to so-and-so, I'll transfer you to my manager, I'll transfer you to so-and-so. After a very long convoluted process, the legal team submitted the ticket again, explaining the very serious exploitation of the abuse of the survivor and the federal crimes that are on the website. They had just had to get real blunt and like, guys, we're submitting a ticket on your website now because we couldn't get a hold of you. There are federal crimes happening on your website. Get your act together. <laughs> and so Encos's legal team, they received an automated email stating that Reddit would look into the situation and investigate further if any action was necessary. Like, are you kidding me? They had to jump through hoops on hoops on hoops just to submit a flipping ticket. Just to say, hey, something's going on in your, on your platform. And all they got was an automated email. We'll look into this and investigate it to see if any further things are necessary. Yes, further things are necessary. Just take down the content. That's all we're asking. It, it is... It is... A free-for-all. And guys, guess what? Encos still does not know to this day if that content has been successfully removed. They have not received any confirmation or anything. For all they know, that content for that survivor is still out there. It is a free-for-all. No security, no accountability, no regulation. If your kid's on Reddit, they're being exposed to pornography. They're being exposed to pornography and predators, period, at the end. And 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 that and on that cheery note, that leads us up to Twitter. Okay, Twitter is a platform where you can post pictures, you can pick, you can post pictures, you can make posts. Um, but they have a word limit, right? <laughs> Twitter is infamous for that. Your 140 character limit. I think they're increasing that just because TikTok and Instagram have been increasing their word limits as well. But it's shorter. It's definitely a caption-based, short answer-based platform. Um, but this, uh, the the content, the algorithm on Twitter is made so anyone can reach anyone. That someone famous as I don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a, he's a famous entrepreneur, or someone as famous as Tom Cruise, um, we can see their stuff, and someone as not famous as even me, maybe they could see mine. That's what it's what it's for, anyways, for lots of um, you know integration and community engagement stuff like that. Anyway. The content you post is almost unlimited. Like there's, there might be a character limit, but what you can post, there's like almost no regulation. Pedophiles and predators, they actually go to Twitter to trade criminal content like child sexual abuse material, non-consensual pornography. They trade it. They just send each other links because there's no regulation on the platform. The platform is rampant with accounts and posts functioning as advertisements for commercial sex, like prostitution, selling kids. Hey, do you like 13-year-olds? Like literally, 
that's being advertised because again, there's no regulation on Twitter. Uh, Twitter also fails to adequately respond to its victims, claiming it cannot be held accountable for disseminating illegal material. <laughs> it's it, it makes me laugh because it's it's so bad it's almost comical. Uh, Twitter has even flatly refused to remove verified child sexual abuse material from its site when asked by victims. And guys, it, it needs to change. Twitter has to prioritize implementing better proactive efforts to remove this stuff off its site. And so to help them be accountable, Encos, what they did is they partnered up with some legal friends, some law firms, and they filed a lawsuit with the help of some very courageous survivors. They said, hey, enough is enough. We're suing you for losses, for mental damages made to us, for physical losses made to us because our sexual abuse, our child sexual abuse is on Twitter. And we did not say it could be, and you need to take it down. Well, this, uh, so we have two survivors. We have John Doe one and John Doe two, right? John Doe one was only 16 when he discovered child sexual abuse material of himself and his friend, John Doe two, that had been created several years prior, um, that had been posted on Twitter. He was 16 when he discovered it. That means he probably would have been like 13 or 14 when it was when it was videoed and when it was posted. The video managed to here's here's a crazy thing. The video it managed to accrue over 167,000 views in just a few short days. And then it, it was live for 9 days, right? It was up it was up. They, the boys knew it existed. They saw it there for nine days, even though they had reported it. Despite me, multiple reports from both John Doe one and his mother verifying, hey, he again, we're minors. Here's our birth certificate. We are verifying our status as a minor. These are non-consensual sexual pictures of us. This is sexual abuse material. What the heck are you guys doing? And, um, and, and, and this lawsuit, it was brought in order to obtain damages for the harm that was experienced by John Doe 1 and John Doe 2, as well as hold Twitter accountable for violating anti-trafficking laws. These are serious laws. These are laws where, like, these these are the crazy people in the movies, like, taken, like, kidnapping and abducting. That's how serious of charges that this can be if you are allowing sexual abuse material to happen on your website without consent, without age verification. Um, well, in Twitter's motion to dismiss the lawsuit, do you know what they said? <laughs> they said, they said that the law does not punish the defendant, Twitter, for participation in a lawful venture with sex traffickers or knowingly but passively receiving the financial benefits of sex trafficking. The Okay, guys, the lawful venture, quote unquote, that Twitter references is in fact illegal. There is no lawful venture of human trafficking. There is no such thing as a lawful venture of human trafficking. That's called slavery. Human trafficking is human trafficking. It is illegal. So that lawful venture, quote unquote, is in fact illegal. And that illegal act of knowingly disseminating, consuming child pornography, it's illegal. And Twitter, <laughs> they want the court to find that profiting from this exploitation of children is a legal venture literally they're like no it's a legal venture it's just it's just a business exchange they don't see your kids when something like this is happening they don't see your kids all they see is money signs 
when they see something and the title is like 13 year old being sexually harmed or something some so-and-so with like a choke kink or some gross things like that all they see is dollar signs like oh curious kids are going to click on that stuff we definitely want to keep that up and so they fight tooth and nail to keep this stuff up it is absolutely ridiculous now now i will say i will say twitter has (laughs) kind of uh has made efforts to quote unquote make progress. I see uh, with quotes because it's like a too little too late thing. They have blocked dangerous searches in the photo and video sections on the tabs in Twitter. In Twitter, you'll see there's a search tab, there's a video tab, there's a photo tab. If you are on the photo and video tab, a lot of dangerous search are uh, like search topics. They have been, uh, they've been banned. They've been taken down, whatever. But again, this is an example of this companies just doing doing something to say they're doing something because nothing is blocked in the search tab. Everything's blocked in the in the photo tab and in the picture tab, but in the search tab itself, nothing's blocked. So it, it, Twitter has just historically been a lot of talk and a whole little bit of action. We want them to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. We want them to actually put in place meaningful policies instead of saying, well, we've established some pretty good policies. It's like, no, we need to see action. We need to see you take down some of these horrible people. Now, somehow, there was a big social media win uh, a few weeks ago where this horrible, horrible person... um. Oh, his last name's Tate. I forgot who he was already. I want to say Andrew. I'm probably wrong. I want to say it's Andrew Tate. Um, Super racist, super misogynistic, super homophobic, super cruel, mean, talks about women in a horrible way. He has been the most followed person on Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. But cool thing, he he got canceled (laughs) the other day, a few weeks ago. He got kicked off of all of his platforms. Every single one of them kicked him off. So like I said, to Twitter's credit and all the other ones, they have been making efforts to make quote unquote progress, but it's one of those like too little too late things. We need more. We need less than the bare minimum. We need more for you to say that you even care about kids. And guys, we've established it now. Okay. We've established pretty solidly Twitter and Reddit are not safe for kids in any shape or form. They are very similar um twitter is more for virality and reddit is more for going down a rabbit hole um but they're not safe so but let's talk about how these platforms are set up and how it's just a perfect storm for negativity how it's a perfect storm for people to go looking for this stuff for example twitter twitter has a character limit currently if you were in a conversation with somebody that you did not agree with and you could only use 140 characters at a time how do you think that that conversation would go? Would you be able to express your emotions? Do you think you'd be able to uh, communicate effectively without escalating things? No, of course not. It would go so bad. If we could only use 140 characters to communicate, there would be a lot of hurtful things said because we're kind of cut straight to the chase. And that's exactly what we see on Twitter. On Twitter all the time. Twitter's especially popular among the sports community, right? A lot of peep kids are getting ready to play college ball or stuff like that. Uh, a lot of professional athletes, they get on the Twitter, man, and they talk about, man, that was a horrible pass. Ref, you suck, or we're going to kill so-and-so. Just short, short statements, not trying to talk much. Having that set up 
is a perfect breeding storm for insults because they don't have time to to write out their thoughts, to write out how, you know what, I was frustrated with how the offense was playing. I do realize that the defense had a really, really, they had a five-star recruit down at tackle and we had some struggles up front. No, they don't have time for that. And so all they put was, yeah, our O-line sucked. They killed us today. I mean, how does that make them feel? You know, it's a perfect breeding storm for negativity. And then Reddit, Reddit is the perfect breeding storm for something we call rumination in the world of psychology. So when we have people who are angry or about the same things and people who have similar pain points of things that they hate, um, they tend to do what we call ruminate, where they talk about that thing in such an un, in an unhealthy way, but they're both mad about it. And so they just go off each other back and forth and back and forth until they start going downhill in a very negative spiral. And Reddit is the poster child of this. They start a Reddit thread talking about something. There's no character limit. They just start going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And soon enough, they're talking about how much they hate this person. They're talking about how this person shouldn't even deserve to live anymore. And like the people literally plan murders on Reddit. They plan exploitation. They plan criminal acts. They get these ideas from Reddit because they ruminate with these people who have the exact same ideas and opinions of them. That's crazy thing. Social media... it, it lines you up with people who think and act the exact same way as you. That's what it tries to do. And so so that when you find someone that doesn't agree with you, you guys rip each other to shreds. Okay? It is not a great place for human beings. These, these platforms are set up to hurt kids, to hurt people. The unkindness on these platforms is paralyzing. You get on these guys, you, you spend two seconds on these platforms, and you're completely filled with the negativity. Twitter, it's popular space for people to just share negative crap about each other. You know, it's it's a playground for bullying, for people to take pictures and, and Photoshop images on and they'll send it out on Twitter. They'll send it out, they'll DM it across. People will be able to retweet it. And, and so there we go, guys. These are the Bash Brothers. These are the Bash Brothers of negativity and bullying. Reddit and Twitter, they're not worth it. They exploit your kids. They don't care about your kids. They're going to make your kids feel worse about themselves. They're going to make your kids angrier people to be around the more that they're on the platforms. So just keep them off them, guys. It's not worth it. Um, stay far, far away. Guys, thank you so much for all you do. We got a uh, we got a couple of really exciting things coming up for STK. Uh, first off, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Save the Kids podcast. And as always, if you want to look at the article that I'm referencing, that will be in the podcast description. But yeah, we got a couple of really exciting things coming up in the next few weeks for Save the Kids. I will be headed up to Canada here in a couple of weeks to speak in Lethbridge. Um, one of our other speakers, he'll be in Las Vegas. Um, and then right after that week, I'm going to be in, in California for a couple days um, in Los Angeles. And so we got some really fun stuff coming up, some parent nights and school assemblies and whatnot. Um, if you want me or any of our speakers in your to be in your community, to come to your school, your church event, whatever it is, go ahead and fill out the speaker form in the podcast description. Um, it's time to save some kids. It's time. You know, we got to get this train going, guys. And this train is going. It is going whether or not... Whether or not we want it to, this train is going because it needs to go. We need as much help as we can. The kids need us now more than ever. So please fill out that speaker form. It's time to save some kids. Um, Always remember, guys, you are strong and you are loved and you will always be enough. 
Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.